Hello, listeners. Tonight is going to be an interesting topic. It's going to be what's a side chick and what are they winning and why are they winning? First, I want to put a disclaimer out there. I understand that for some, this might be a sensitive topic. And here at Pandora's Fantasy Box, we believe in making fantasies come true three at a time, but that doesn't mean we want to exclude you. Tonight's topic is not meant to offend anyone, nor do we want to exclude either side of the topic. It is our hope tonight to talk about this subject in an open forum where we can hear or view both sides of the stories. On one side, why, oh, why a person decides to be the side chick, why are they winning? On the other side of a person like myself who's in a relationship and why somebody can come into a relationship and tear that relationship apart. So I'm hoping that by discussing this in an open forum, we can see both sides and you can make your decision not to be judgmental and it's just a safe, open area to discuss this topic. I hope you're down with that. And if not, you can join us on another night on a different podcast. You ready to party, Secrets? Always. You ready to party, Steve? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Side checks, mistresses, the other woman. Are these familiar names? Have you ever cheated or been cheated on? Were you the other woman? Why are these side chicks coming out of the woodwork? Why are they winning? Is it just really a moment of weakness that shattered your happily ever after? Right? Me, personally, I am not perfect, and I have cheated, but I've also been cheated on. But to my knowledge, I have never been the other woman. Except for that one time where I had an affair with my professor. So, yes, I was the other woman in that particular situation, and I knowingly entered into that situation. So, secret. My first question to you is, have you ever been the other woman? So to you is, yes. Steve? Since you are a guy, have you ever been the other man? Oh, there we go, mute. Um, yes, I have, and I'll tell you a story. Um, and you got to go back all the way to my, my 20s. I had not only fantasy, but... Uh, and a purpose is, is really all about understanding why women cheated. So I pursued, I pursued married women. That, that was my, that was my thing. I dated married women. I pursued married women and I probably had four, five, six, seven. And it was physical. Some cases, some cases just emotional, but it was fun. And it was uh, a learning experience. And I did it for the whole purpose of 
understanding and being better. Okay. So one of the topic questions is, what is a side check? A side check is someone who knowingly or advertently goes after a man who's in a relationship. Now, before we cast judgment or before we get upset or throw stones, sometimes a side person does not realize the person they are pursuing or the person they happen to be in bed with happens to be in a relationship. There are cases like myself where I knowingly knew this but still chose to be a side check. Well, the next question would be, well, if you knew that the person you are pursuing is in a relationship, why would you ever put yourself in a position where you're going to come between two people and why would you ever put yourself in a position to be the other person? I decided to do this because I was 18. I'm owning up. I'm not making an excuse. I wanted something from him. I needed to pass a class. And at that time, I was not interested in coming to class for five hours and listening to the topic that the class happened to be. So I knowingly entered an agreement where I would provide sexual services in exchange for a passing grade. I don't make excuses. I am not ever going to deny it. I understood what I did. Now, secrets, you said you had been the other woman. Why did you want to be the other woman, or did you know he was in a relationship or she was in a relationship? Uh, I must have lost the mute button. Let me let me answer that question. Uh, ask, ask it again. So I want to make sure I answer it properly. Okay. My question is: Since you have admitted to being the other man, why would you put yourself in a position to be the other man? And did you knowingly, well, you admitted you knew they were married. So why would you ever put your situation, yourself in a situation to come between two people? Well, back then, my philosophy was if, you're, if your other half is not taking care of your needs and whatever those needs were, and they weren't always, always sexual, could, be, could have been emotional, could have been spending time with her, just understanding and listening to her. But if your spouse wasn't taking care of your needs, I was going to. Because I, I had a deep philosophy I was trying to reinforce. A happy person is not going to go pursuing something different. And years later, I found myself in a situation where I cheated on my wife. And it was based on emotional deprivation. In other words, my emotional, emotionally, I wasn't getting the attention I wanted. And that, of course, obviously led to sexual. And I felt no guilt at all because it was all about me and it was all about my security. 
So whether I was in my 20s cheating with other women that were married or in my 50s finding somebody that's going to take care of my needs. It was there because there was, there was a, if you want to look at it from an economic standpoint, supply and demand. There was a supply and there was a demand. And if I'd have been happy in my relationship, just like those women I had relationships with back in my 20s would have been happy with their spouse, then they would have not gone outside the relationship to seek something different. So I think you can't blame the spouse, the one who's doing the cheating, as the guilty one. You've also got to look at the one who allowed the spouse to cheat. Again, if you weren't taking care of them at home, they would have never cheated. Okay. But the point of tonight's call is not to cast blame. But it's interesting that you said you need to look at the person who allowed the person, the other person in the relationship to cheat. I don't necessarily agree with that because, I, like I said, I've been on both sides of the fence where I cheated and I've been cheated on. As a female, I will admit sometimes my view is kind of because I would like to think that my significant other wouldn't cheat. But we could say the same thing to you men. If we keep you happy or if you're not happy at home, why is it easier for men to go out and allow another woman to satisfy him instead of going home facing his problems and going to counseling and or working it out with the person he's in a relationship with. Because me personally, if I were in a relationship and my man was not happy, I would much rather him either A, work it out with me or B, end it before he cheats on me. But then again, I've that does make me somewhat of a hypocrite because I have been the other woman. So, Steve? Well, two things. One, if you eat rye bread every day, you get tired of eating rye bread, you want a little bit of marble bread. So, in other words, sex with the same person was boring. And sex, the relationship, physical part, intimacy was gone for, for a variety of reasons. But there also came a point where we were not compatible sexually. And I was bored. I wanted, I wanted sex. I wanted okay. to have fun. I wanted the excitement. And she wasn't willing to provide that. So okay. that was part of it. All right. So you yeah. said she wasn't willing to do what the other woman was, chose to do. So my question to you is, if she's not willing to do it, then why stay? Why hurt the person, the other person? Like, for me, what, when hurt, I, what the third person? The person no, I'm having a why, relationship with? Yes, why hurt the person you're in a relationship with? If you aren't happy and you already tried to tell her, look, 
I'm not happy. The sex is boring. Whatever it is that you need to say to, you know, try to work things out. If things aren't working, then why do your wife still cheat? Why well, just say, you know what? I tried. You're not meeting my needs. I'm done. I originally started out with, with an understanding my my wife was going through menopause, so physically she had changes, and it was really out of respect for her, and and then I found that, hell, I enjoyed this. This was fun, and it, it, and it became even more intriguing, and now I will also say, to the exception of maybe one, majority of my relationships have been with escorts. So there was just, it was nothing emotional tied. It was all a physical act. And I did have some close relationships with some of the escorts that I visited with. But with the exception of one person I actually had a deep emotional relationship with, that, that's what disrupted my marriage. Is if I would have kept it just on a sexual basis and not got emotionally involved, then I would have probably, uh, my wife would have never found out. But at the end of the day, I'm bored. And I got to a point where I, I, it's all about me at this point. Sorry. And maybe that may be selfish to say, but you only have so many days on this earth. you got to take care of yourself sometimes when your other partner won't. And with that, we will be back after this quick break. Hi, this is Tandy with The Box. Whether you only join us from time to time or you are here nightly, you know that we have juicy things to say. If you have a business, product, or service that would fit with what we are doing, contact us for the opportunity to advertise on one of several platforms or collaborate with us as a vendor, sponsor, or affiliate. Reach out to us at pandorasfantasybox.com. Fantasy with a Z. We cannot free the world all by ourselves. Join us. Pandorasfantasybox.com. After... A couple of podcasts ago, Secret said something interesting. She said, you got to keep doing what you did to get them. It's what you have to do to keep them. And I found this article online that said, the title is entitled, Successful Mistresses Do What Wives Won't, right? And the first thing it says is mistresses initial initiate sexual contact. Yes, the man is the pursuer. When a wife pursues her husband sexually, however, it proves to him that she finds him attractive and desirable. It seems husbands enjoy being found attractive and desirable at least as much as their wives do. We can look at this from even though this article is catered to mistresses, husbands, and wives, we can look at it from a boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 or any other um, relationship 
partners that you so happen to have. So Mrs. So they're saying the other woman or the other person initial initiate sexual contact. Do you find this to be true, Steve? That the other woman initial initiate sexual contact? No, not at all. None of my relationships that I had, whether I was a guy pursuing married women or I was involved in a relationship in my 50s with a, where I was married, she was single, none of it started out as sexual in my case. It all started out as connectedness, conversation. Now, the in my 20s and 30s, the connection was the pursuit, understanding, finding that that uh, that person who is in a relationship that's unhappy at home, understanding why they're unhappy. And what I discovered was, you know what? The husband's not paying attention. The husband's not not really giving her the the uh, giving her what she needs, and not just sexually, but just being there for her. So as I took these notes in, I said, you know what, this is going to help me so when I get married, I get better, uh, I'll, I'll be able to re- reflect back on these experiences. And yet I found myself in a relationship in my 30s and 40s and 50s in a marriage that it's like, okay, I can only do so much and maybe I'm not perfect and I'll, be admit, I'll admit I wasn't perfect, but it yeah. Part of that whole bit is takes two to tango. She's not committed to having the emotional connection, the physical connection that I need. Yet I, it's not really an option to, to up and go and split because we've got kids involved. And can, financially, we just can't depart. I'm not going to do that to the kids. But yet I'm still a person that needs physical contact. And then when I had the relationship in my 50s with the single girl, it all started out with conversations. It was hours of conversations, just talking, getting to know one another. And it didn't become physical until the end. But that's not what drove the relationships with any of these girls, was the physical part. It was the emotional. It was the conversation that ended up becoming physical. Secret, are you back? Yeah, I've always been here. Um, I was just listening to to see. Yeah, I, I had a couple of things I really wanted to say in reference to. I had went and looked at the topic tonight. What's a side chick? Why are they winning? And with the blurb, Alexis wrote, and I'm just kind of recalling this to myself because it's kind of how I want to form what I want to say. You said side chicks, mistresses, the other woman. Are these familiar names? Have you ever cheated or been cheated on? Were you the other woman? Why are these side chicks coming out of the woodwork? Why are they winning? Is it really just a moment of weakness that shattered your happily ever after? So a couple things I want to say in reference to the topic, what a side chick and why are they winning? And this is actually a good topic because Alexis and I was in conversation a few weeks ago, and I mentioned that I read a good article about side chicks are winning. And, of course, we know whether you're a side chick or a side guy, 
because that's possible too. So I want to go ahead and put that out there. It's not just side chicks. They're side guys. And I've been a side chick, and I've had I've been in relationships when there was a, another side chick. And why does it happen? It happens for, for a lot of different reasons. And a lot of times it's not just about sex. It could be about something else you want and need from the relationship. And when I say I've been a side chick, I don't say that proudly. I don't say that shamefully because one thing about life is we have to live it, and we have to embrace it. And as I have grown up, I always done the shit I want to do. And guess what? Some of the shit might not have been too great. It might not have been something I wanted to share with someone else. It's still a part of what I've done. So I actually have had pleasure in being a side chick. And sometimes when you're the chick on the side, you get a lot of benefits because and you're not stuck with somebody all the time. <laughs> so you kind of weigh your pros and your cons. And one thing I will say about being a side chick is there are times to where if I was with a guy and he had a wife or he had a girlfriend, I really didn't think too much about her initially. And it was I didn't know her. And it really didn't bother me. Now, the flip side, do I want it done to me? Hell, it's been done to me. And I believe that, guess what, sometimes shit happens to you. <laughs> sometimes you do stuff, you get it right back. And I can't put any judgments on that because that's life. We have one life to live, and you have to live it. You know, my thing is be safe and don't hurt anyone, don't break the law. But everything else is always a possibility. So, yeah, a side chick or a side guy, I mean, you're not the main person. You're not the wife. You're not the girlfriend. You're the person on the side. And I know I've heard people say, oh, why would you be a side chick? You're demeaning yourself. Guess what? Live your life on your terms. If I'm, if I meet Steve, for example, and he says, "Listen, secrets, I'm married," and I said, "Listen, I'm just looking for great sex. I'm looking for you to fulfill a few needs. If we can find a common interest, and I like it, and he likes it, what's wrong with that? That's between me and Steve. And if he's married, or if he has a girlfriend, then that's that's what he has to work out. That's not what I have to work out. So that's what I want to say. And why are they winning? Because guess what? Just like people say, a lot of times, I know we've all heard the saying, when you get married, the sex stops. <laughs> well, a lot of times. That's true. People are not. Exactly. So a lot of times people are not staying in phase one. They're not doing the same thing over and over to, that they did to, in the beginning of the relationship. When you are the side chick, check this out, Steve, check this out. Because I know you said you've been with escorts and it wasn't emotional. So when you are a side chick, this is your side chick, your side bitch, your side dude, whatever you want to call this person, and you come see them once or twice a week, guess what? In that two, three hours or however long you're with them, they're going to be on 100. They're going to take you all the places you want to go mentally, sexually, intimately, and so much more. And guess what? They can give you 100 because you're only there for the moment. Now, when you're in a relationship, a full-time relationship, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it takes a lot to give 100 all those different times. So you got to be able to find other stuff to have the romance, to have the chemistry like we talked about in a previous call. So that's why I believe that side chicks are winning. And let me tell you a personal story because guess what? I've been a side chick, and I actually was in a relationship with someone who had a side chick that I found out about. But guess what? When I was in this relationship for a couple of years, a long time, as a matter of fact, 
And um, I got be- I work all the time. I'm busy. I'm grinding. I'm building. And um, he started hanging out, doing this and doing that. And, and guess what? He ended up meeting this side chick, and she was doing shit him I wasn't doing. And you think I got mad? Sure didn't, because I really didn't even have time. <laughs> I didn't appreciate not having to find out how I did, but that's the reality of it. When you're in a relationship and something is lacking, and someone is not happy, and they're not getting great sex, and they're not getting communication or anything. It's not even all about sex all the time. They're looking for it. They'll go find it somewhere else. People will find someone else to fill that void, and that's what happens. That's how side chicks and side guys are produced, filling voids. Now, how are you feeling about that, Alexis and Steve? Oh, let me let me tell you let me tell you a current story I'm working on. I've got every okay, day. Every day, I meet with my a colleague down in Virginia Beach, and what started out was just initial transaction. I'm there to pick up some product to carry up to Baltimore. Well, now it's almost like we look forward to meeting with one another, and then on Sundays and Saturdays, which is our slow day which initially we were there five minutes. She handed it to me, I'm gone. Now, on Sunday, we sat there for an hour and talked. And I've noticed that pattern. So she's getting as much pleasure out of our company as I am. So we, we look forward to getting together. She shares with me some personal things that's going on in her life. I share with her personal things that's going on in my life. Where's it going? I don't know. And it may be that's all this relationship develops into, which is okay. But she's filling a void. I look forward. I get excited when I see her. I can tell her stuff. She can tell me stuff. And we're having fun while we're doing it. So that, that's a current real-life situation going on right now. See, it's interesting because I've been – both the side check and currently I'm in a relationship and like secrets I'm not proud to admit that nor am I going to be ashamed that I was I'm not going to make excuses it's the only time in my life that I knew for a fact that I was the other woman or the side check now that I'm in a relationship and I have a different kind of mindset. I do understand that people change in relationships. I do understand that one person cannot fill every single person's desires and wants. Speaking from somebody who is in a relationship, I'm the kind of person that if you cheat on me, I'm done. Right? End of story, don't want to hear the excuses, don't care what the reason was, couldn't care less if you were drunk, couldn't care less if it was a mistake, because once I lose trust in someone, you can't trust them again. Not to say you can't be friends with the person, not to say that life has a way of working itself out, but me initially... I kind of have that kind of mindset and it's known in my family when I'm done, I'm done, right? Doesn't mean that I bear you any ill feelings, it's just me. However, Secrets did make a good point. 
if you're not going to fulfill someone's wants and needs, somebody else will. And usually when it's another person, whether it's male or female, they're getting something out of it. Sometimes they're, they're purposely pursuing somebody who's taken because it's a thrill ride for them. Maybe it's because they get just natural conversation. It's nothing sexual. It's just an intelligence thing. It's just a conversation thing. It's just an attention thing. But the next thing that the article did mention why the other person is winning is because they're nice. It sounds corny, but a little kindness goes a long way. The more brutalized a person is out in the world, the more necessary it is for them to be treated with dignity at home. Terms of endearment, such as honey or sweetie, a pleasant tone of voice or basic manners saying please and thank you, affirms a person's humanity. Do you agree with that, Secret? Absolutely, definitely. Steve? Oh, yeah. That's that's important. I mean, the conversations I'm having with this person, I, I identified as a colleague. It, it started out with just purely business relationships. Now, now it's slowly growing into even something more, more than that. And as I get to know her, I'm getting to learn her buttons, what buttons to push, what buttons to stay away from. I'm exploring different um, avenues to see if there's a door open or if the door closed. Part of this is just me having fun. I want to see what, what makes And then the other part is I, I, I enjoy the dialogue. I think she's kind of a fun person to be around. But, yeah, it's, all, it's growing. It's growing in, in little terms of endearment are coming up. And with that, we're going to be back after this quick break. Hi, this is Tandy with The Box. Membership has its privileges, you know. If you are not yet a member of Pandora's Fantasy Box, well, then shame on you. All memberships are 40% off until 10-31-2020. That's Samhain for those of you who know such things. Some might call it Halloween. An especially delicious night. Oh, I got distracted. If you want to live free like I do, come on inside with me. Find us at PandorasFantasyBox.com fantasy with a z find us on facebook and instagram find us where people choose to live free pandora's fantasy throughout this month i had done several podcasts about relationships and the key thing that i always emphasize is conversation right We've heard both sides of the fence, what it's like to be the one in the relationship, what it's like to be the side person. And we've heard that mostly side people, I would say people, because it could be him, her, non-binary, et cetera, 
they are winning because they are fulfilling a need that the person in the relationship isn't getting from their partner. And the last tip in this article says the reason why the side person is winning is because they show genuine interest in the person that they're pursuing. They are interested in conversation. They are interested in sex. They are interested in dating. They are interested in conversation, whatever. Hobbies, whatever it is that the person being pursued is interested in, the pursuer is interested in that. Because think about it this way. When you first meet someone, it's a blank slate. You know nothing about this person, right? So you genuinely have a thirst for knowledge, a thirst to know what makes them tick. You want to know all about them. However, when you're in a relationship, sometimes you feel like you already have this person, right? So you tend to take the person for granted. You think, oh, I'm married to this person or I'm already in a relationship with this person. I don't need to pay attention to this person. So the partner feels like, well, I'm not getting what I need from you. You're not going to pay attention to me anymore. You're taking me for granted. Here's this person who's coming in from the side who's going to fulfill these needs. So do you agree with that secret? Do you agree that they are winning because they pay special attention to the person they're pursuing? Just in, in, in addition to the fact that it's choice, it's excitement, it's something new, it's something different. Some people, like myself, just do not want to be with the same person all the time. Variety is a spice of life. Okay. Ooh. So I also said at the end of the blurb, there might be a couple of tips to possibly prevent your partner from allowing a side person to come in. The truth of the matter is if you're if someone is going to cheat, they're going to cheat. There's not much you can do about that, right? You can still fulfill all the needs that you can and if they find somebody else, they're going to find somebody else. But the reason why I mentioned conversation is it's important to conversate with your partner to find out what it is that they need, what it is that they're not getting from you. Because like Steve said, his wife just weren't fulfilling what he needed. And right now at his this point in his life, it's all about him. He wants to find somebody who's going to fulfill that need. Secret said she gets benefits from being a side person, because she gets the benefit of being with someone, but not really having to put up with the day-to-day daily life with someone in a relationship. When I was the side person, I did definitely get a benefit. I got a passing grade, right? So one of the things that I would say to prevent a person possibly looking elsewhere is what Secrets has said. What you did to get them is what you have to do to keep them. What did you do to get your partner, right? You have to look at it like that. Like, what has the sex waned? Has conversation gotten boring? Are you not checking up on your partner? Are you not doing the little things? Those things you think don't matter do matter to the other person. So, secrets. 
you said you've been in a relationship and you've been a side person. So for you, what would you advise our listeners for those of them in a relationship who don't want their partner to stray or a side person to come in? What tips would you give them? Well, before I answer that, I got to ask you this, Alexis, because you talked about side chicks and why they're winning. What message would you give to the side chicks so they can keep winning? That's interesting. Um, can I answer that? Uh, yeah, yeah, after Alexis, I just, I just want, because I know we're giving tips on what to tell people that's in a relationship to keep the person from having a side chick. So I want to know what can you tell to, to me if I am a side chick and I like being a side chick, what can you tell me to give me some tips so I can keep winning? To do what she's not doing. To do what his partner isn't doing for him. That's how you win. It's all about the excitement, right? Because that person is bored. If he really was happy, he doesn't have a reason to go look elsewhere. He's looking for something. Fulfill that need, you'll definitely win. All right, Steve, you want to add to that? Yeah, let me add to that. First of all, you have to identify what is your intention. We all have motivations, what drives us to be involved. My motivation with this person, I'm my colleague, we'll just call him my colleague, is to listen to her and understand what is going on in her marriage that she's unhappy with. And then I'm there to replace that. That's really, I just get the excitement. My my goal is not to have sex with her. My goal is just to get to play the game and understand it. Now, if you're somebody on the side that that's in a relationship with a married person, you have to identify what is it you want out of this. Do you want the attention that you just want the, the side sex? Do you want a little bit of he's going to take you out and wine and dine you? Or you just want somebody to be there so you can talk to? You've got to identify what's in it for me. Once you identify what's in it for me and you enjoy that role, as long as that need is being met, you're good to go. It's only when you feel you're being manipulated, you think there's something that's going to come out of this. Oh, he's going to drop his family and come and take me and marry me. When all reality, maybe that's not the intention. That's when feelings get hurt. But when you go into this relationship understanding what is your goal and you've communicated that in so many words, then you're, you're safe. But you've got you to gotta first identify as the side person what's in it for me. Why am I doing this? The secret. Now that you asked me advice on how a side check can keep on winning, what would your advice be for the other side of the fence? My advice would be this. Just like we talked about the other day with romance and intimacy, and just like I use my own self as an example of being in a relationship with someone who ended up having a side check, it's really about communication. Because in that relationship, I was busy. I was doing a whole lot of things. He was definitely being neglected. 
on a whole lot of levels, and I really didn't pay much attention because it wasn't priority. If you're in a committed relationship with someone, make them a priority. Communicate with them. Have real talk and candid conversations just to see where you are. Unfortunately, sometimes people are in a relationship and they are blind, and they think, hey, well, I'm in a relationship and we're happy, and they'll never cheat, and that's just really not the case. Sit and talk about scenarios. Hey, if I'm in a relationship with Steve, baby, are you happy? What more can I do? Let's have date night. All you can't you can't swing from the ceiling every day, but maybe once a week, every other week, let's talk about it, let's build on it, and let's have conversations. Hey, Steve, listen, what would make you go sleep with somebody else? Oh well, I'm glad you asked, babe. This and this and this. Have real freaking conversations. That's what you know. People just really don't want to talk anymore. Or people kind of dance around with the elephant in the room about certain things you really want to say, but you really don't know how to say. But we have to have those conversations, or it's going to be too late. You're going to end up in divorce court. You're going to end up broken up. So that's what I would advise anyone that's in a relationship and you don't really and you, and you don't have an open relationship. You're not into poly. You're not into swinging. You don't want them to have a side chick or side guy. Then you're going to have to open your mouth, communicate, set some boundaries, and continue check in with them on every level to make sure that you're good. Yeah, let me, I'd like to add to that. To those people out there that are in their, in a, in a I, I want to say 20s and 30s, where you find that texting is your, your, your comfortable form of communication. I want you to start thinking about having direct contact, having that dialogue. Find out what's going on in their world. Find out what their fantasies are and find a way to please them. I think once we had kids, the attention went, and for both of us, all focused on taking care of the kids. And no longer did we have date nights. No longer did we have that swinging from the chandelier moment like we did. I wasn't getting blowjobs on the beach no more because she's tired. I wasn't whining and dining her no more because I was tired. And over the years, it just continued to go down the path that we didn't communicate. And that's where it starts. When you stop talking to your other half and you're not talking about the things that you initially started to when you first were dating, you got, you're going to lose. You're going to fall apart. So keep them happy. Find out what's going on in their world and have that dialogue. Well, listeners, that's all the time we have left here in the box. I hope you learned why side tricks alert are winning, and I hope you found secrets and Steve's advice on how to hopefully prevent the side person from coming into your happily ever after. Here at Pandora's Fantasy Box, we believe in making fantasies come true three at a time, We want to fulfill your fantasies, but in order to do that, you first must have a membership. Memberships are on sale at 40% off until October the 31st, 2020. And after that, we are definitely on a roll to plan our first event. That is the reason why membership has its privileges and so much more. And with that, I would like to wish you all a good night. Good night, Secret. Good night, Steve. Good night, Good night, Alexis. Thank you. Good night, Steve. Good night, John Good night, Boy. Good night, Wanda. You've been nice, listening nice to call. Nice call. Nice call.
Thank you for coming with us to one of the playgrounds found in Pandora's fantasy box. We are where adults of all genders, orientations, and lifestyles can explore and connect. We meet here at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join our conversation. Even better, suggest topics you want. Connect with us. Find us here on Facebook. Who knows where else we might be seen and admired. Come to Pandora's PandorasFantasyBox.com. That is fantasy with a Z. And find out why membership has its privileges. PandorasFantasyBox.com. Not C-U-M, but you will live free.